We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you exquisite soul. So how is your relationship with the universe? Wouldn't you like to have a really great connection with God? Wouldn't it be great to have spirit on speed dial and be able to have a heartfelt conversation and receive answers to questions and get divine support, advice, and wisdom anytime you would like? Years ago, I did not know this was possible, nor did I believe it. But the circumstances of my life eventually brought me to my knees. I no longer had the option of distracting myself with outer things. My fiance, my health, my finances, and all of my friends were gone. There was nowhere else to go but inward. I started to have some really heartfelt conversations with God. I would talk and scream and cry. And then out of my confusion, I would ask questions. As I ran out of words and thoughts and then got quiet, I started to hear messages, words that bubbled up from within that I know were not from my conscious thinking mind. The messages were so patient and loving and kind, and this was definitely not how I spoke to myself. Well, I have since cultivated a wonderful relationship with that voice and the wisdom within, with the God and the divine. And today I completely trust it, have faith in it, depend and rely on this inner relationship. I can say I'm grateful for the pain that stopped me from running away from myself and turned me inward towards my soul self and source. And here's what I believe. We can all do this. Every single one of us can access spirit. We can all line up with our creator and tune into the love that is breathing us and beating our hearts. If we really want to. We're told in the Bible, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open to you. But is there a right way to ask? Is there an effective way of tapping into this relationship and knocking on that door? Well, today we're here with a wonderful teacher who supports people and aligning in their relationship with their soul self and accessing the divine intuition and own inner wisdom. We are here with Susan Shumsky. Dr. Shumsky has practiced self-development discipline since 1967. For 22 of those years, she practiced deep meditation for many hours at a time in the Himalayas, the Swiss Alps, and other secluded areas under the personal guidance of enlightened master Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, the founder of Transcendental Meditation, and the personal guru of the Beatles and Deepak Chopra. Susan served on Maharishi's personal staff for seven years and then studied new thought and metaphysics for another 25 years and then became a doctor of divinity. Dr. Shumsky has since dedicated her life to helping people in highly effective, powerful, and positive ways. She's a foremost expert in spirituality, highly acclaimed speaker, teacher, minister, and author. She has authored 13 books, which some of which include Divine Revelation, Exploring Meditation, Miracle Prayer, How to Hear the Voice of God, Ascension, Instant Healing, Awaken Your Third Eye, and today we're going to talk about her book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition. 
She's made over 650 speaking engagements and 700 media appearances and has been featured in dozens of print publications, including Women's World, Los Angeles Times, GQ, Cosmopolitan, and she was in the film Three Magic Words. So, Susan, I'm so happy you said yes to this conversation with me today. Well, I'm thrilled to be here with you today, Tammy. I uh, just finished your book, and there's so much good stuff in here. There's a lot <laughs> of just powerful nuggets and tools and exercises and practices. And so I just want to thank you for writing it and, and again, being here today. And I was really interested in your story. You spend a lot of time in meditation in, uh, with transcendental meditation. And I've read about it, mm -hmm. but I've never participated in it. So that's that's a very different kind of practice, it seems. Uh, yes, uh, it's a practice. It's done with a mantra. It's a traditional practice from India. And uh, I was involved with that for several decades. And I was very involved with it. In fact, I was on Maharishi's personal staff for seven years and lived in his ashrams for 22 years. So I was uh, deeply involved with that. Yes. Yeah. You meditated from five to 20 hours a day. You fasted for up to two yes. months of time. You observed silence, did not utter a word for up to four months. So yes, I, I suppose the intention was enlightenment. Was that your intention? Yes. I mean, you know, it was the sixties. I was a hippie. <laughs> uh, and probably your listeners don't realize that those of us who were flower children during that time, that we were really very serious about spiritual development mm. and about attaining higher states of consciousness. So I was reading books like the Buddhist scriptures and the Tibetan Book of the Dead and Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. Mm -hmm. I was reading books by Alan Watts, including The Way of Zen. And as I was reading these books, I noticed in Alan Watts' books, it says that you need to find a meditation guide. Well, in 1966 in Berkeley, California, you did not go to the yellow pages and find a meditation <laughs> guide or anything remotely similar to that. So I was asking around and I asked a one of my roommates, you know, how do I find this meditation guide? And he said, well, have you ever tried to meditate? by yourself, just on your own. And I said, well, okay, I'll give it a shot. So I lay down on the bed. I didn't even know that you're supposed to sit up during meditation. I lay down on the bed and I sort of prayed for or asked for a meditation. Immediately, I was propelled into an ecstatic state. I felt this rush or cord of energy, which was rushing from the tips of my toes all the way to the top of my head. I felt like I was plugged into an electric socket but in a most ecstatic way. And so this incredible energy was flowing through my body, very visceral, very real. And I figured, well, I guess this is meditation. Little did I know that I had not only had my first meditation, but also my kundalini awakening all at mm -hmm. the same time. So then not too long after that, a friend took me to the Transcendental Meditation Center which wasn't much of a, anything at the time. There were no teachers there or anything, but I immediately, as soon as I saw the picture of Maharishi, I immediately knew that I wanted to study this, and I was really keen. Uh, it took quite a long time for a teacher to come around to teach us, but I did take the class, and 
it wasn't very long after that that I found myself on the banks of the Ganges River in India <laughs> studying directly with Maharishi. Wow. Yeah, that's quite a history. That's You were serious about this. Um, very serious, yes. But you ended up going a different direction. And I feel like now you're a profound spiritual teacher and you, you help people evolve in their consciousness in a way that it seems much more accessible. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. from my perspective, a lot more graceful and fun and easy and joyful. So can you tell me how you made that transition? Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, it's, that's kind of interesting because I was in the ashrams and I was really very embroiled in the whole, whole, uh, the whole, shall we say, ethos or whatever you want to call it. I was very much interested in and completely sold on the whole TM thing. And so uh, when I was in Fairfield, Iowa, which is one of the transcendental meditation ashrams, it was the 1980s, it was around 1986. And there was a gentleman who came through town, and he tried very hard to convince me because he met me. He was staying, actually, in an apartment right next to mine. And he was trying to convince me that he had something to teach me. And I just completely (laughs) dismissed him with a flick of my wrist, shall we say. (laughs) I was so arrogant, and, you know, I knew everything there was to know about spirituality and about meditation, and how, how could this guy teach me anything? And he was really trying, though. He was, he was very sincere, and he, he said that he had some techniques and some methods that he wanted to teach me. And, and uh, finally, uh, I don't know how it happened, but I uh, was called into the office of the Transcendental Meditation Board of Directors, shall we say, and... I was really terrified to go in and talk to them because I was afraid they were going to accuse me of something and that, God forbid, my privileges to to attend the group meditations in the big dome would be taken away from me and so on. So I don't know what possessed me, but I called up this guy, this guy who had been trying to bug me, and I told him about what was going on, and he said, well, get out a pencil and paper and take down this affirmation. And so he dictated an affirmation to me over the phone. And he said, before you go into this meeting, just say this affirmation over and over again for 15 minutes. Well, I was so terrified about the meeting and meeting the board and all that, that I said the affirmation for 30 minutes. By the time I was done saying the affirmation over and over, uh, I was feeling really tremendous inner strength and inner power. So I walked into the office with great confidence, and it turned out that these uh, these guys, uh, I don't know, six guys or something who were interviewing me, they turned into puppy dogs, and they were really very apologetic that, that they caused any inconvenience in my life. So I walked out of the office and I was completely sold on what this guy had taught me. Mm-hmm. It was a very simple affirmation and, and I, I call it the self-authority affirmation, which I'll teach, teach that to you during this phone call. So um, I was so impressed with that, that I told this guy that had been bugging me, okay, I'll, I'll learn from you. 
So I did. So I learned how to listen to the still small voice within from, from him. I learned how to open to spirit in a different kind of way mm-hmm. where I could have conversations with spirit with a capital S. Mm-hmm. So I found that this was so powerful and incredible that I invited some of the, I invited his teachers to come and I invited some other teachers to come and I sort of started a little meditation circle there mm-hmm. uh, with this different kind of meditation. So that's really how I learned this. This It's something that I learned and something that I learned how to teach to others. And mm-hmm. it's very powerful. I call it divine revelation. Mm. And who doesn't want that? <laughs> I know I do. So, um, <laughs> Well, from so, what you described, it sounds like you are having these conversations with spirit. Yeah, and yeah. You know, I, so I feel like, that's um, something that really changed your life. And I think it can change the life of many people. I really do feel it's so incredible when we realize we don't have to go to someone else like I grew up Catholic right. you have to go to the priest like as the intermediary between me and God exactly. and it doesn't have to yeah. be that way we can have that personal relationship with the divine we can develop our our uh, connection to the universe if we want to I think it's available to everybody isn't that what you kind of teach I, I agree completely anyone can do this and there's one principle that I teach, and that is ask, and it shall be given unto you. It's a matter of asking and receiving. It's really that simple. Yeah. Yeah, ask, and, and hopefully we can open our heart and mind to, we're worthy. You say this, we're all worthy of receiving God. And I think some people know it, some people don't. The people that don't know their worthiness, don't know their value, don't believe it, it's hard for them to receive it because they're pinched off. There's no place for it to go. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, how, the how... reality is we are all deserving of yes. this experience, and that's really the main thing that we uh, need to get is that we are completely deserving and that we are worthy to receive the message of spirit and to yes. be led by spirit in our everyday lives. Yes. So I love the title of this book. I love the book. It's, it's just a beautiful image. Awaken your divine intuition. And then you say, receive wisdom, blessings, and love by connecting with spirit. To me, I just want to take a deep breath. That sounds like coming home. So do you have any suggestions? <laughs> it sure is about coming home. That's exactly it what is. it's about. And, and it feels so good <laughs> to come home. I used to cry, I want to come home, I want to come home, but I didn't realize it was, it was available to me here. So exactly. it is available to us here. I think planet Earth's a strange place. It's kind of like um, we're spiritual beings having human experiences. It's kind of like a working vacation. Um, <laughs> but I'm enjoying it now. <laughs> or it wasn't always the case. And I don't think most people are. So Susan, what would you say, maybe some first steps um, to starting to open or expand that connection or start to develop divine intuition and awaken that within ourselves what might you suggest to someone who's hanging out Mm -hmm. with this and go well that sounds good but how do I do it yeah so the thing is I'm going to give you the secret right now it's really very simple all that you need to do is you just sit down in a chair you close your eyes you take a few deep breaths and then you breathe normally then you take a few more deep breaths and get quieter get quiet and still and then you breathe normally again take some more deep breaths get even quieter 
get into a really quiet and peaceful state within. And then when you feel that you're in a centered and peaceful state, and by the way, continue to take deep breaths until you get into that peaceful state. Just be patient with yourself. Then when you feel that you are in that peaceful state, then you do something that people normally do not do during deep meditation. And that is do, do one thing, and that is ask. Ask a question. Ask for guidance. Ask for inf- inspiration. Call upon a divine being of light and ask that they come and uh, that they assist you. And ask for something very specific, you know. And then take another big, deep breath. And then do what I call the do-nothing program. That means do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. And in that do-nothing state, you will receive an answer to your question or you will receive the experience that you have asked for simply by asking for it. And that experience will come to you, uh, if you've asked a question, you'll receive your answer in one of three ways, either by seeing, meaning clairvoyance, by hearing, meaning clairaudience, or by feeling, meaning clairsentience. So those are the three basic ways that you receive the message from spirit with a capital S. So it's a matter of asking and receiving. It's really that simple. And that was my experience. When I asked some questions and got quiet, and now I choose to get quiet and then I ask the question, it's like unexpected uh, words and wisdom come forward that that I know it's not me. So how how can we discern um, that voice from mind chatter? You know, do you have any... um, suggestions in regards to what are the signposts of spirit or that authentic wisdom? Yeah. So the thing is that it's really, really, and I'm really glad you asked this question because it's very, very important that you learn discernment. It's important that you yes. learn how to tell the difference between the true voice of spirit and other voices in your mind. For sure. Those voices might be your own mind chatter. It might be wishful thinking. It might be an entity from the astral world. It might be the environment that is impinging upon you and influencing you because we're all influenced by many forces internally and externally. We're influenced by our past beliefs, habits, conditions, ideas, that, that which we've been brainwashed to believe. We're influenced by people around us. We're influenced literally by the atmosphere, by the environment around us. We're also influenced by other planes of existence, such as the astral plane. I call it the astral plane, and that is a plane of existence where there are beings who do not necessarily have your best interest at heart and may jump in to talk to you in in this process. So because of the fact that there's so many different energies and because of the fact that you're opening up to something that's on another plane of existence, it's really important that we learn spiritual discernment, that we become what I call spiritually street smart, and practice what I call safe spirituality. So this is something that we all need to learn about. So in my book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition, I have a 10-test system for, for that, for testing the whatever message and whatever voice you are tapping into, for testing it. And with the 10-test system, you really need to use all 10 tests, not enough to just use one test, two tests, you really have to use all 10 in order to be assured that, yes, 
the message I'm getting is clear, it's real, it's truly coming from a divine source. Because there are four places that you might be getting your messages from, Tammy. There's the spiritual world, mental world, astral world, and environmental world. So uh, I recommend highly that people only receive their messages from the spiritual world. And what is the spiritual world? Well, that is where you would have a conversation with God. You would actually receive messages from God, from Spirit, with a capital S, from divine beings, beings of light, ascended masters, angels, archangels, uh, divine beings who live in the, in the spiritual world. Uh, also, it's possible for you to get messages from loved ones who have passed over and who have gone into the light meaning they are in that place of, uh, of the spiritual plane and can be like guardian angels for you. So these are the places that it's safe to receive your messages from. Uh, other places are not so safe. You, know, um, you might be deluded by your own mind, by your wishful thinking, by, you might also be deluded by entities from the astral world who are claiming to be something that they're not. Uh, what I call faker spirits or malevolent or mischievous beings that live in the astral world. And you also might be influenced by your environment, by people around you, and the energies in the atmosphere also can um, can cause you to be deluded and unable to receive the clear message of spirit with a capital S. So in my book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition, I have an entire system. I have the 10 tests uh, of spiritual discernment so that you can test these messages. And also, I provide healing prayers to help you to heal any blockages along the way. If you get stuck at any point, you can use one of the healing prayers, and that will take you back to center, take you back to the spiritual world. All right, Susan, this is some really, really great stuff. Now, can you do a shout-out and tell people where they can find out more about you, research your books? And I know you offer something called that Breakthrough Meditation. Where can people find out more about that and you? Okay, so I have a couple of websites. I have uh, drsusan.org. That's drsusan.org. That's one of my websites. And on that website, you can read the first chapter of every one of my books. You can uh, learn uh, more about what I do. You can listen to free teleseminars. You can listen to interviews for free. You can read articles. Uh, so there's a lot on that website, drsusan.org. And I have another website. It's called divinetravel.com. That's D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S. Com. That's the travels is plural on that, divinetravels.com. On that website, you can find out about the spiritual tours and travels that I offer, including uh, seminars and conferences and tours to sacred destinations. For example, going to places like Machu Picchu, Peru, or to India. Also, uh, seminars at sea. I'm doing cruise ship seminars all the time. So it's really a good idea to subscribe on that website, divinetravels.com, because then you can find out about upcoming events that are taking place because there's only, you know, just a small number of events at any given time, but there's always new ones coming up. So that's divinetravels.com. 
That's great. Yeah. Again, so much wisdom. I mean, I just read one of your 13 books and I'm a fan and I want to pick up some more of these, but you have some really, really, really great exercises, great prayers, great, um, again, steps to um, refining one's discernment and I think uh, boundaries with their spirituality. And I wish I would have picked this up years ago, but I'm happy and grateful to have it now. (laughs) Right. Anybody who is attempting to develop their uh, spiritual or psychic abilities, they really need to read this book because there's so many pitfalls that you can fall into. And I've fallen into every single one of them. So (laughs) I've been there, done that. I have, because of the experiences that I have gone through, you can benefit from those experiences and not get into those traps yourself. So uh, it's really important that you learn about how to heal, how to, have discernment and how to really get the message clearly and not be deluded by your own mind and by other, other influences. So it's just, it's a fantastic system, I believe. And for me to give up transcendental meditation in order to do this, it must be pretty powerful because transcendental meditation is an amazing practice and method. And for me to give that up and give up my big position in that organization and being, you know, so... <laughs> So embroiled in that, that is, it must be something quite impressive that would take me out of that. And, and this is what that is. Yeah. And I think you've really taken great responsibility to claim your authentic power in the world. And I think by you doing that, that really ripples out and supports, you know, your audience, your friends, your um, souls of like vibration in, in connecting with you and in continuing to empower others, which I think is the most incredible thing that you can do. So I'm glad you're doing that. And I hope my guests are um, opening to their divine connection and claiming a life of empowerment. And I would love to hear from you. This is all about relationships. I'm so honored to be in this together with you. So you can come to my website, TammyBPhD.com, T-A-M-M-I-B-P-H-D.com. And I have free gifts for you on there. And I want to hear from you and just know you're in our hearts and prayers. God bless you onward and upward. Bye for now.